0: what's up fucks welcome to episode four of casting couch i'm joined today with amy my brother's wife Mm -hmm. now you might be thinking wow that's a really fucking weird guest to have on your show but amy has an incredible story to tell and i already know this is your favorite episode of this podcast everybody listening this is going to be your favorite one (laughs) so let's start with gay thoughts
1: gay thoughts um, so I grew up in a very, uh, heavily Christian. Oh, I'm sorry. Really oh. quick.
0: Um, this is going to be the first ever episode on Apple music and Spotify. So if you're listening on those platforms, God bless. Thank you. Now, gay thoughts. Sorry. Christian oh, household.
1: Yes. Christian household. Um, you know, uh, Christian household. We don't question your thoughts. You're, you know, groomed to grow up to be heterosexual monogamous person. And, um, I had been in my marriage for, um, for quite a few years, and we were driving down to um, a triathlon training camp, and I just remember my husband turns to me and he says, "Are you gay?" And my r- initial reaction was just to start bawling my eyes out, crying because. I I was like, how can you tell, you know, there was like kind of like this deep secret that I'd had my whole life and not necessarily gay, but just, you know, I think a lot of people question their sexuality and, um, So
0: it, it started off as just like you'd, you'd think, and you'd be like, you just like imagine like doing stuff with a woman and you're like, that sounds pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and just kind of questioning like what that would be like, you know, and am like, am I interested? Clearly I was interested in men and I was also interested in women. And so it's like, what's this? Like my religion told me, you know, that's wrong. Not knowing who to talk to is just kind of this deep dark secret that I had, and um, fantasizing about female uh, female actor uh, female actresses versus male actresses. So who, of are, who are some of your favorites? Natalie Portman, and Keira Knightley, uh, Wynona Ryder. But Natalie okay, so Portman you, you, number one. You
0: definitely have a type for the the tall thin white women they, for sure.
1: They all look very much the same. Yep. And they all have like short a similar
0: hair. I Dude, think wait, no, only Natalie Portman has short hair.
1: And only right now. But she's just I don't know there's something about her just I am definitely into I have a, I have a type but they all kind of look very similar. Yeah. And that was always kind of like my favorite like women that I would think about. Um And
0: that that does make sense based on how things went. Exactly. Okay. Um let's make up some fake names really quick just so nobody gets upset. All right, my brother will be Russell. Um <laughs> and then m matthew does that work
1: matthew's great yeah okay
0: and then Catherine, does that work
1: Catherine, yeah i might slip up a bit so i might even just use terms like my ex or something all right
0: for sure uh i want to edit this as little as possible Mm -hmm. so try and avoid slip ups but if you if you get one don't worry about it i'll edit it it's all good okay so uh yeah and i can imagine having gay thoughts when you grew up in like a super christian household were you mormon or just okay okay born and raised and you were born and raised in you said nebraska uh connecticut okay close
1: is that close
0: (laughs) isn't connecticut on the east coast it is
1: on the east coast but how how is
0: connecticut that sounds cool
1: connecticut's an awesome place it's i was like living in a forest you know but super green very green very just condensed with trees and stuff like that and um, definitely being Mormon out there, like it was, we were the minority, you know, a lot of everybody else there, you know, growing up with the Jewish community and the Catholics, like Irish Catholic, Italian Catholics and stuff like that. So moving to Utah was a big shock. I think that even was kind of like, even more like the culture here, like, ah, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, and w-
0: when did you move to Utah?
1: Um, when I was 16.
0: Okay. It's okay. been a
1: while, 2003.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, um, everyone right now is trying to figure out how old you are based on those facts. oh
1: i'll dro- I'll drop my age in here, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. so gay thoughts, you're driving down to
1: St. George? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're driving
0: down to St. George with your husband. He turns to you. Are you gay? Mm-hmm. Go from there.
1: And I just I just started to cry, and I just told him, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so then we started having conversations about, um, kind of thoughts that I've had, you know, since high school and obviously like, you know, what are my favorite, what are my favorite women? And of course I'm asking him like, how did you know, you know, and he just said that he could tell, but he never really specifically, I he, think, he told never
0: me. named any examples of when he was like, hmm, she no, he just kind of
1: questioning it. I guess we had already been married. So if I, if that was 2016 and I got married in 2008, that would have been eight years of marriage. That's
0: quite, that's quite deep. That was a so, long time. So. so yeah,
1: so he had some. He had some time to figure that one out.
0: <laughs> Do you think it was just like in the little things? Like...
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess, like, I'd always said, like, I really like Natalie Portman, you know, and then he'd always ask me, like, ooh, like, if you could have sex with any, like, any guy, like, any man in the world, who would you have sex with? And I was just like, "Mm, like, I don't know, like, I really liked Russell Crowe. But like, just because I liked his character in Gladiator, but I'm not like, sexually attracted to him. But I'm like, I guess he would. But so again, like, I but then he's like, Oh, like females. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this woman and this woman, oh, okay. and Angelina Jolie. and let go la, la. off. Yeah, and okay. he could see me light up. And so clearly there was some interest and some curiosities there that I think he's just going to pick up on a little bit.
0: Okay. All right. So so you're, you had that conversation. How did Matthew take that information when you were like, I don't know?
1: So he t- – <laughs> So took the information and really wanted to give me opportunities to explore it. So he
0: was actually like pretty open-minded to it. Yeah,
1: very open-minded to it and wanted me to like learn a little more about it and explore it. So that's when around that time um, we had decided to leave the Mormon church. Um, I just kind of felt like, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to kind of find myself. And so it was a really big transition time. And um, that's when we kind of started looking into, I got introduced to pornography. So porn, it was my first.
0: Was your first time watching porn when you were like 28? My
1: first time, I had never watched porn until, yeah, I was like, what, 28, 29?
0: Oh my God.
1: I was a very good Mormon girl, did the whole temple thing, you know, had the callings, everything. And it was just my time. I was like, you know what, i Did you go on a mission? No, I didn't go on a mission i i got married okay (laughs) i went straight like high school marriage um, pretty much high school marriage i met my i met my husband when i was 18 and we got married when i was 21
0: that's that's not quite as quick as the usual timeline goes but still
1: yeah still pretty like not a lot of time for experimentation you know Uh not a lot of time for dating or just Finding yourself, which I think is super important, like when you're in your 20s, like that is the time to explore, you know, and I just kind of surpassed that because I was like, I don't need to explore. I am monogamous and I am heterosexual and this is what I'm supposed to be. And I found my husband and we're going to get married in the temple and we're going to have babies and we're going to do the Mormon thing.
0: So you didn't even you didn't even have any bad thoughts about it in the beginning. You were like, "Oh, hell, yeah, that is what you're supposed to do." And you were yeah. like amped about it,
1: yeah, I was super excited because it was finally it was happening to me as as it was expected of me and my expectations growing up in the Mormon church. Like this is what you do. You know, the whole point of like growing up is to find a man uh, to marry, to have that eternal family and build the eternal family. And that's just something that's, you know, you're just born and raised it's and just
0: fucking hammered into your brain it really your whole is life. they
1: call it young women's but that is where they brainwash you to
0: <laughs> the ywca
1: oh yes uh, i just remember like being in church and <coughs> my uh my young women's leaders would bring in like wedding dresses so it's like as the men are learning about something in their man class <laughs> the women we would be like let's all talk about marriage and talk about your wedding dresses and here's my wedding dress and then we would all get like these little strawberries that were dipped in chocolate to like have little tuxedos on them and we talk about like our future husbands and kind of what we're looking for and stuff like that so I mean there were some other things we would like sew and make little projects for you know kids and and like you know starving countries and things but it was never the the whole goal was to get married in the temple like that is like getting married in the temple to a man like and you know preparing yourself for your husband so you are ready for him so you can cleave unto him like these are ch- these are words within the mormon church you know S- cleave unto your husband you know he is your leader he is oh the my priesthood
0: jesus christ so yeah so <laughs> super so that- misogynistic for sure they're just like sort of grooming you to become like the best possible housewife
1: exactly like that that is the goal I mean I'm sure it's changed now and I of course like this is my experience so I always have to say I have friends
0: subjective experience subjective don't, experience don't take it so yeah. damn serious it's,
1: it's honestly and some people love it you know some people are like this is this is great and this is what I want to do and I say to them like kudos but when it wasn't working for me anymore I was out you know so
0: yeah you're a pretty independent person you're pretty autonomous for sure yeah have you always been that way
1: yeah I, I mean, whole life. well, I come from a family of six kids, uh, within 10 years. So I had five siblings and you know, my mom, she was really busy, like taking care of kids and she trained us to be independent. That's what she wanted us to be. She wanted all of us women. Um, cause as I said, five girls, one boy at the end, she wanted all of us to be independent, you know, be able to take care of herself. Like school was really important. So actually when I was going the route of like marriage, my, my parents were actually against it. They wanted me to have more experiences. They wanted me to finish school, you know, even though like we were Mormon, it was kind of this conflict of, you know, I, yeah, so I want
0: super interesting how your parents were actually like wanting you to experiment and like find yourself and stuff.
1: Yeah. Like they're like, have a, have a year abroad. Like don't get married so quickly, you know, Um, take some time to date around, you know? Um, And they, you know, they came around to it and, and they, you know, accepted my spouse into the family, but it wasn't something that they wanted me to rush into. So it's like, we had that Mormon side of things that like, yes, marriage is the end goal, but we also have, you know, growing up in Connecticut, like, people don't get married in their young 20s in Connecticut. So my parents are from New York and Connecticut and they don't have that like um, that mindset of marriage early. They want, you know, get married, you know, later, you know, not like super late, but experiment, go to college, like go live in a dorm, go live on your own, like date, date around a lot. Don't just jump out of high school and, and hitch up. So it's interesting. A little bit of conflict. You know, it's like... So,
0: would you say there's a big difference between Utah Mormons and Mormons elsewhere? Oh,
1: yeah. Big difference. I've heard
0: that before. I knew, Huge I, difference. I knew this one guy who was a Mormon from California, and he said, yeah, us out there, like, we don't identify with Utah Mormons. Like, we call them Utah Mormons because they're so different and like kind of extreme
1: it is it's very extreme and i think just with a culture where you have so many people that are like of the same mindset, yeah it's an echo it,
0: chamber it yeah. just it just you bounce off each other and you just you feed and yeah, it just, you feed into it and it just becomes extreme
1: it builds so like when you're a minority you know you like when you're a minority um you have to acclimate to everybody else around you when everybody else around you is catholic and everybody else around you is jewish you know um you're the odd one out and so you can't like there are things that you can't expect other people to do. You can't expect all the businesses to close on Sunday. You can't expect all of your friends not to drink or not have sex. You but know, out like
0: in that. Utah, it's not the case.
1: It's not the case because you can, you can like, you can expect days.
0: them to do that. You can not expect yeah. them to do that
1: because so many people have those same yeah. expectations too. So it kind of, as I said, it feeds off of each other and nothing again, like nothing wrong with it. It just is different, you know, and different is okay. Just maybe not, maybe not for me, you know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, I understand. Yeah. So, gay thoughts yes in the car confrontation your husband was supportive Go from there. What, yeah. he, what he wanted? He wanted you to experiment. So I'm guessing in his, in his mind he was like, "Oh fuck yeah, threesome time."
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't jump straight to that. It went so again went to the porn route <laughs> oh. and started oh, to like see. Oh, you watched
0: porn like together?
1: Yeah, we'd watch what it together. The... Which okay, I know so that's a
0: normal thing. I know people do that. And
1: honestly, like I find it very like you know very intimate. Like when you have your spouse or your your partner, and um and you're kind of learning yourself and learning your sexuality because I had no experience. With sexuality, like no experience of, not like knowing terms, not knowing like certain moves or whatever, and so this was really like a whole new education of intimacy for me.
0: So you had to learn what it meant—the Eiffel Tower, the devil (laughs) horns. Like you had to learn all that. Huh? I
1: still don't know the. I don't know the names. Okay, the Eiffel Tower. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two guys, woman in between, like hands and knees. You see, Eiffel Tower. Uh, devil horns, guy, guy. See? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the other Yeah, that's the devil's threesome, and then the other one is two girls and one guy. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's extra terms for that one. But anyways, so what well, yeah, like what would you guys watch? Were you just like did you both watch like lesbian porn or was it like like threesome? Like what Yeah,
1: girl on girl, threesome, and um like as I said, the the girl on girl stuff was definitely what I was like most curious about. So that obviously, you know, was kind of that was kind of my vice, but my my favorite porn. Dude,
0: every guy <laughs> that's listening to this is like,
1: dude, fuck yeah, okay, lesbian love
0: being porn.
1: I and there's a lot of, and there, I hope that there's women out there who are listening to this, like maybe not feeling so shameful about. Ma- like, make sure
0: you talk into it a little more oh, directly. yes,
1: M- women that don't feel so shameful for like.
0: Okay, uh, you're a little too close.
1: Oh, no, I'm too close.
0: There you go. There you go. They're right there. Right yeah. there. Yeah.
1: So I'm hoping that there's women out there that don't feel, like, ashamed. Like, maybe I'm speaking and someone, someone's like, that's how I feel, you no, know?
0: No, 100%. That's why I wanted to do this. I feel like people could benefit from this, you know?
1: Yeah, that they can hear. Like, it's okay. Like, sex is okay. Like, you know, it is a natural thing for...
0: We <laughs> fuck... To reproduce, it's normal.
1: Yes, and it is, it is meant to be enjoyed, and it is meant to be for you um, as you want it, and whether that's, you know, with a man, with a woman, with four people, ten people, by yourself, like, it's it's all meant for you and we're, we're supposed to experience pleasure. Like pleasure is a good thing. It's not a shameful thing. It's a good thing.
0: It is so unfortunate how much religion demonizes sex and like makes people feel shameful and guilty about it. It's, it's so fucked up to ruin such a beautiful thing. Like it's nature. It's a part of life. Like dogs, fuck each other all the time. There's (laughs) gay dogs all the time. (laughs) Gay cats. Like it's so unfortunate. I mean, you got to keep in mind we are literally animals
1: yeah exactly and this is this is what we were built to do Mm -hmm. you know i mean we were built to eat sleep and have sex it's (laughs) the
0: circle of life
1: yeah i mean you have
0: to fuck to like continue the human race that's why we have chemicals in our brain that encourage us to fuck that make us horny
1: exactly so
0: so yeah if your parents are religious and tell you you should wait till marriage to have sex Tell them to fuck off. No, <laughs> don't tell them that. Just-
1: it's, yeah, it's your own timing. You know, it's so personal. Like, And it's your own timing and how you want to do it. Because, you know, once you get married, like, that's a commitment, you know, to one person. Um, I mean, unless you go the route that obviously we went. But it's like, you know, like, experiment a little bit, you know. Try things out. See what you like. See what you don't like before settling down to, like, to one, you know, one person
0: just yeah let your girl put her finger in your ass one time (laughs) (laughs) you know maybe you like it
1: you never know until you try. I mean, that's do kind in of my like,
0: shower, just any, you know?
1: Yeah. And so yeah. going, yeah. So going <laughs> from <laughs> exactly like going from, going from the porn and kind of being like, Oh, okay. Like it really was like an educational yes, experience. It really
0: is. Porn teaches you.
1: It does. And at the same time, I do feel like that there is some, some not reality about porn, oh, yeah, like yeah. obviously. And so I don't want people to like get the, I think where it becomes a problem is then people get the expectation. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, every woman is going to look like this or every man is going to look like this or everything's going to be this way. And there's so much more involved in it. Mm -hmm. So as long as you keep your expectations, like use it more from an educational standpoint. But I will tell you my favorite porn that I will recommend to people, especially if you are interested in either maybe you're in a committed relationship or a marriage and you are interested in opening up your marriage or joining the swinging community or going poly. The best porn is the show Swing on Playboy TV. It is the best show. And it is so, if you like reality TV, it is couples who um, who want to practice swinging and they sign a con, they go into this uh, swing house. It's, I think it's in like Vegas or something. And they sign, like they set up their boundaries on a piece of paper. So they communicate this is, you know kind of what we want to do this is what we not want to do these are our kind of like restrictions are we going to be in the same room separate rooms are we soft swapping where we're just like soft swapping is more like oral and um like kissing are we full swapping like having full hard, on sw- swap. hard swap yeah like having the um oh my gosh full i can't on
0: penetration
1: penetration yeah sorry penetrative sex i'm screaming in here um so they sign the contract and then they go and they meet they're given like a whole group of swinger couples who've been swinging for years and years and years and they're very experienced and
0: This sounds like an expensive ass production it's like this really sounds good. Ric- it's is really it, good it's really good filmed with like tv cameras and shit yeah
1: it's all with TV cameras <coughs> and obviously I everyone's mean, like it's it's porn but it's like not porn it's very it's like <laughs> a
0: weird porn reality TV show yes
1: and so they get to meet all the people and then they do games where they kind of like loosen up you know because everybody's always so nervous being the first time and they do sexy games and then um, the couple can decide if they want to go they have this thing called the red room and that's where everybody gets together it's kind of a big orgy they can kind of pick who they want to be with they can see what they want to do and then from there they might pick another couple to bring up to their room to themselves so they can experience and it's all filmed. But what's great is that at the end of it, they have um, a marriage therapist and the marriage therapist splits up the partners. And it's always usually um, a, a heterosexual couple. So like a man and a woman. And they ask them what they thought and they get to explain like their jealousies and their feelings and if they would do it again. And at the very end, they said, was this just a fling? Or are you going to swing? And they get to decide if they're going to do it again and join the swinging community. But they talk about relationship. They talk about setting boundaries and trust and intimacy and so much of swinging. Like you really have to be in tune with your partner when you and trust them when you're going to go like exchange something so intimate with a stranger or with these other people. So it's I highly recommend it. So, again, Playboy TV, the show Swing It you won't be disappointed um, unless you're just looking for like straight out porn because it is, there's a lot of talking. Yeah, it sounds you know, like you need a
0: lot of patience and dedication to watch this show. Like every dude listening is like, bro, they're I just want, to, forward, I just want to bust a nut. Like I'm not, I'm not here to get emotionally involved in the characters. Yeah, and, shit. and it's like,
1: it's reality porn. So it's also kind of like, it's real people. More it's realistic not, expectations. Yeah, they're not models mm-hmm. or porn stars, but it's great. Like from a, from a perspective to be like, oh, that <clears> woman looks like me, you know, or that man, like they're just, normal people and it makes it kind of more like oh like okay like we can do this like like swinging is not just for
0: weird crazy ass like nymphomaniac ass people yeah. like normal people that do it
1: yeah so we started watching that show um so it said 2016 we started watching that show Um, I got pregnant in 2017. So that kind of put a damper on things. When you get pregnant, Uh, your sexuality goes way down. It like like postponed everything. It did postpone everything. And of course, like you try to kind of keep up with it, but like you're you're making a baby and you, so it's like you don't feel super hot, like you're gaining weight and stuff. So I had my son in 2018 um, get back (coughs) to the fitness, you know, kind of getting back to my routine. We start kind of dabbling in the idea again, but it wasn't until 2019 that we kind of were like, okay, like, I think this is something like, it kind of became more of a reality. Um, something like that we wanted it's to do. It's game time, let's do it. Yeah, so for Christmas, uh, Christmas 2019, my husband gifted me. Um, he set us up a Swingular profile. So Swingular is the Utah, um, it's Utah based. I mean, there's some people from Idaho in there that kind of jump on the Utah train. Utah has a huge swinging community. Um, you can find so many people on there. They're like, oh my God, that's like, that I know that person. weirdly
0: <laughs> fucking surprising. Yeah. Wait, did you see a lot of people you recognized? I I did.
1: I actually <laughs> met a few and oh I'm my. not going to say because, you know, it's you, like.
0: You met up with them? Well, like, so I would like, just
1: text him and be like, hey, like saw I saw your profile. You. I saw your profile and it's like, saw your boobs. <laughs> so, um,
0: let me know if you so, can let me fuck your husband.
1: Uh, no, it wasn't more like that oh, because no, there's, yeah, so you. different categories and stuff. But anyway, so my husband had set up a swingular profile. He's like, I set this up and he used, uh, he just used some pictures that I had sent him and, and set it up without my permission. But at the same time, like he knew that we were kind of into it. And then, um, yeah so what's cool about the profile is that you sit down and it's like you know are you into um are you into girl on girl check are you into like guy on guy no you know are you into bdsm so it's just into like
0: super extensive it's like a super
1: extensive list but then when you're looking at other people's profiles you tells can tells
0: you like what you match right. with
1: so what if you're looking for a fetish like what if you're looking for like a more bdsm experience you can go through someone's profile and be like oh i think they're cute though they're into this and then you reach out to them through through um, through this like swingular thing and it's all um, you know you have your own fake name and stuff like that and it's like we made a, a separate email address so it wouldn't connect to our personal emails because you can just set up a Gmail so smart it's like, all right. smart and um, and you put pictures up of yourself but you don't post your face some people post their faces but typically you don't either blur them out because you know it's a very private community some people are still involved in the Mormon church and they're still bishops and they're but still how,
0: how do you decide you want to bang someone if you can't even see their face so
1: that's why you Start emailing them. So
0: emailing? Yeah, well, what the emailing. Fuck? Okay, okay. Not like e- on the app. Like, the so there's app. like yeah, a messaging, messaging on the app. There's
1: also a, a special app. Um, I was
0: like, imagine emailing, asking for titty pics. Like, yeah. <laughs> what
1: the there's, fuck? There's a special app for um, that swingers use because it's all like you know very private and not connected to phones. It's like connected through email and stuff. So we would use the app to like exchange pictures of like our faces if oh, we felt like. Oh, I
0: see. So you, if you're interested in someone, you're like you send them a message like lo- yo let me see your face right got it and
1: let me just say that there had been times where <clears> the <throat> face did not match the body and we definitely turned some people down it, because it, it was happens like, you know you know, you have to be attracted to them uh-huh. like if you're gonna go have like if you're gonna go have a, yeah, a it's, sexual it's experience it's a shameless someone.
0: sex app if you don't think they have a nice face like it is you know
1: what are you going to do? It just, it just didn't you're gonna, work.
0: You're not going to put a bag on their face. Oh. It's just not nice. Well,
1: I, it's funny because somebody, um, it was so weird. We found this couple and like they were very bodily attractive. Like the girl, the woman had had all of this work done, you know, very stripper-esque. And they sent a picture of their faces and the woman looked like my ex's mom. And Yo. so he was like, no, I can't do it. And I was like, oh, they're so cute. They're <laughs> so nice. And he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. So... Yeah. But we had, we did have a good time, like meeting a lot of people, a lot of, you know, a lot of Mormons who were like, this is my first time, or I didn't get to experiment, you know, before getting married in the temple. I didn't get to experience my sexuality. So a lot of women looking to, um, experiment with other women. A lot of people, um, you know, also looking like threesomes is what most people are looking for. Usually men, like typically men, men are not usually interested in sharing, you know, their spouse with another man. So, um, uh, sorry yeah sharing their spouse with another man so a lot of times people looking for threesomes or even just looking for like hey can our wives just get together and we can watch Oh, so
0: what the fuck so that's, that's kind of uh, how it started like what do you talk about when you're just watching each other's wives bang you're just like fucking nice dude I don't it. Know, like what like, do you say you
1: don't say do you, anything like, it's just do you it's, like
0: jerk Ugh. like what do you do while you're watching whatever you just you want stand to do. there with a boner.
1: Whatever you want to do. Sorry, I, mean, I feel like
0: I'm like judging and like shaming. <laughs> I just... Like,
1: <laughs> I don't know. As I said, it's just, you know, like... It's I mean... what people do.
0: <laughs> like. I mean, yeah. Like in Amsterdam, they have just like sex shows where you can just go and like watch. And yeah. There's like, there's no shame in that. Like, it's literally the same as watching porn just like in person. So like, my bad for being all shaming <laughs> and shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check and make sure that we're rolling on video really quick. Oh yeah, but take a yeah. pause. No no no, don't pause. Like you just keep talking. I'm gonna go check. I so, don't even
1: know what I'm talking. Like yeah, from yeah, here. Yeah I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll pick it. First up. experience. So oh, yeah. so
0: you get the app. It's Christmas 2019. Your your husband shows you the profile. You set it up. Go from there. Like what? So you just were messaging people. Like when was the first time you actually like? Because I can imagine it's a lot harder to find two people that you in a part like that's mo- much more complicated than just mm, yes. being a single person mm-hmm. trying to find one person who's interested in you because mm-hmm. all four of you have to be down
1: yeah and i think that that's one of the hardest things about swinging is that it's not just if i was attracted like maybe i'm attracted to the female but i'm not attracted to the male or i'm attracted to the male but not the female um or maybe my husband isn't attracted to the female so my husband what is um heterosexual so he's not bisexual so that was not not ever like an interest of his to, to be, um, you know, to be intimate with a man, but there also has to be a level of like, he wanted to make sure that that the man he was comfortable with the man you know being with me like sharing as he said like i want to make sure that i'm sharing my wife with someone that i like so
0: like homie vibes
1: yeah homie vibes like okay i like this man he's respectable um like he's good enough for her and then obviously he has to like the woman so it's there's definitely more complexity to it than people think like oh we just get in a group i mean there are the groups too as well like there's a lot of parties that go along in swinging communities where you just get everybody together and you just kind of vibe with people and it just kind of things just kind of happen you know, Sounds
0: know kind of risky with stds and stuff is it like free it's, is it yeah. common to like bring like your paper like <laughs> to bring like your test papers. results
1: um it's not common but it's definitely discussed that about. should be the that
0: should be fucking common like if I don't see paperwork that says you don't have hepatitis. Like I'm not down. It
1: is really risky. Like, and that is something that you just kind of have to take. So obviously um, a lot of times like condoms are used to prevent STDs and like people say like we, like we require condoms or some good, people might good. even, some people might even require an STD test, like if they're going to get that specific, but then those people might miss out on opportunities, you know, because it, then it just gets a little complicated. I mean, we were just more the trusting type. It's like, Hey, we usually like we would date people, like we would take them on a date um, you know, go out for drinks, go out for dinner. We would talk about you know, our lives or how we grew up, like see how we vibe together. We would talk a little bit of sexy talk, you know, just to see how we were feeling. And then the first night we would never full swap on the first night. It was more just like kissing, you know, maybe rounding the bases, but never making it home. And then from there, because once you kind of build that trust, then it's like, okay, then we can start like, are doing. you guys
0: like in the same room? Or yeah.
1: Do you like? Yeah. Like, and that's also another thing. Some people prefer to be in the same room and some people like separate rooms. I think
0: I would like separate rooms. I'm not going to lie.
1: I, at first I was a same room person um, and then I really preferred separate rooms. Uh-huh. Like I... Because
0: it feels like you just have like that weird like Pressure, not pressure, but like that weird, like jealousy and
1: competition. Like for me, it was the competition. Like, okay, like they're making all, they're doing all this noise over here. They're doing all this stuff. I've got to keep up, you know, so you get kind of distracted. And so, um, when I like, you know, when I was doing like party things, like that was just kind of free for all fun. And it's just kind of like, everybody's doing their own thing. And so being in a room with a lot (laughs) of people, um, like, you know, having sex and intimacy, whatever they're doing, um, it's actually a lot easier. Easier because as I said, like there's so much going on that it's like nobody really nobody's really paying attention. But when it's like two and two and, you know, most of the time you're in the same bed or you're in the, like you're really close to each other. It's you ever just it's interesting <laughs> you ever just roll
0: over too far and just touch ass cheeks with your husband. <laughs>
1: i don't as i said like it's it's a very <laughs> unique experience um, or like no
0: no like the dudes are like inside and they accidentally like move too far and touch ass cheeks and they're oh fuck sorry bro
1: i think we we made sure to keep things pretty far like mostly it was like keep if the you're women do it on the same
0: bed like is it usually a king size bed like a big yeah, ass bed okay i was typically. gonna say because if you're rocking like a full-size mattress that's <laughs> kind of problematic
1: yeah, I mean, and there's also, like, there's also, like, chairs in the room, or there's, like, you know, there's, or <laughs> okay, there are couches. Yeah. Like, sometimes it would be, like, living rooms, you know, so it was a just, like... Surfaces, a lot of surfaces, a lot of... Yeah, a lot of surfaces. A lot of
0: apparatuses for intercourse. Have you, have you ever gone to a sex shop and seen, like, those pillows that are, like, or, like, those, like, weird like, furniture things that are specifically designed for, like, having sex on?
1: Oh, yeah. I've seen them, and they just kind of intimidate me, and so they're just not my thing. Like They,
0: they look awesome. Like, <laughs> they look so convenient. Like... I don't know. I just
1: don't know where I'd put it. Like, just I don't want to like, hey, come over to my and house. Even if, oh, here's even if someone
0: sees it, they're not gonna know what the fuck it is. <laughs> that's true. Like, Unless oh, they do you, know. Are they like, way. oh, okay. do you have a cat or something? Like, yeah, it's a uh, fucking uh, at my mom's house or something.
1: <laughs> I just think it just takes up too much room. I, I'm a minimalist. Okay, fair enough, fair I'm enough. a minimalist, so I'm like that. Uh, those apparatuses, like I've seen them and people talk about them, and that's another cool thing about being like in the swinging community when you're exploring with other people. Like they do bring in like, hey, have you tried a sex swing or have you? tried this toy
0: have you tried a sex swing no that sounds so dope like oh my god that's i have one
1: i just haven't It is something that I've. So been. you lied.
0: You do have an apparatus. I have one.
1: I have one, but I haven't used it. It's still in the still box. still in the box. Yeah, because I used to be a pure romance consultant. So I used to, uh, after I got into this, I was like, oh, I could make some money off of this by selling sex toys to my friends and like within the sex community. And so I, well, then in, in the swinging community, so I bought up a bunch of stuff. So I was like, sure, I'll buy this. You, know, so you were like,
0: like uh, you had like an Amazon store of sex toys. Oh um,
1: no, it was like it was a through pure romance is a um, Why like an MLM. You know that? Why you oh, do that? I think I. Licked the mic by accident. <laughs> you I slap know, it because I didn't know if it was, like <laughs> it's fine it's drool fine. On it. I'm like I'm it's sorry okay. it's okay <laughs> but yeah so I have the swing I've yet to use it but again I'm just not like I just like have to take it out and then you have to like put it up and it's just like I don't, I don't know like and just kind of like if it's you could just
0: happen- leave it out and say it's a hammock like oh. <laughs> it's so easy to just like tiptoe around it
1: we only have like so many conversations. Okay, right, fair, fair fair yeah. Enough, fair enough. <laughs> like it would just be in the way. I'd just be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. let me move my sex swing. Well, <laughs> I mean and I I work from home, like, could you imagine? You're like
0: just like doing taxes and you look over and you see your sex swing, like
1: I yeah, as I said. I'm like, it's it's there. I just I don't know. As I said different strokes for different folks, but as I said, when you're in that community, there's so many dude, opportunities. Literally to try different
0: stuff. strokes. Like literally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so here here's where we. So you, you go on dates with people and when was your first connection like who did you connect with how did that go
1: okay so my first connection i'm like oh, excited the first time i like ki- the first time i kissed a girl holy like, fuck i that's know sick. it went from kissing straight to all straight to all the way in one night um oh
0: damn one yeah, night
1: it w- it went when that was fast. your guys's first and our first yeah our first couple about I our thought age, you just said
0: you don't go all the way the first time you guys go Well, out.
1: okay um i should i should phrase this we didn't go all the way with penetrative 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 sex kay. so like man like swap ba- thir- swap third base yeah okay i i don't really consider like when you have like two couples um and the women are together. I don't really consider that swapping. I think consider swapping like exchanging spouses. Oh. So I said no full swapping until the at least this at uh, the very earliest the second date.
0: So would your husband and the dude do just like play pool or something? Like
1: <laughs> No, they were just there like to just watch. Nice. It was her first time too. Okay. Like both of us, you know, kind of getting coached along and it was it was really awesome. Like it was a really wonderful experience and um, she's amazing human. Like her husband's an amazing guy. Um, we chatted a lot. We went, um, like we hung out and like you kind of become friends. Like you just,
0: it's a relationship. It, it is a relationship,
1: a relationship. Yeah. I mean, it didn't go all the way to like a poly <coughs> relationship, which is like what had happened later with, you know, with my current husband. So, but.
0: so it was like friends with benefits. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's super
1: cool. Like just really awesome. And just like, like no worries. Like it's just sex. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a good time. You know, swinging is just a good time.
0: Do you think it's difficult though like not associating emotions and like intimacy like when you have sex?
1: Um for me no like I'm able to
0: You have that switch?
1: I have that switch. Like I'm able but there's a difference between like just fun sex, like sex for the sake of sex and intimate sex. Mm-hmm it's totally different. That's you know? totally
0: fair. I agree.
1: And I, you know, so anyway, I, and it was really interesting. That was like the coolest thing that I learned about myself is that I could just be this, like, I could just be this kind of sexual animal and I can just do whatever I want. And it just didn't like, not that it didn't mean anything to me, but it didn't mean anything to me. I could just walk away and be like, Oh, that was fun. Dude,
0: like, you're like the first woman I've ever met. That's been able to do that. There
1: are a lot of women that are like that, but they don't speak up. Okay. You know? Fair
0: enough. Because I've it's met probably, a lot of women probably frowned upon because yeah. women are like i yeah in general a lot more emotional a lot more like a, a, able to get attachments and stuff
1: yeah or just, want that connection
0: yeah 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 so uh, yeah i remember when i was in my horror days back in like high school and mm-hmm. stuff like i got a lot of hate from a lot of women like how can you just do that how can you just like fucking not care and like not have feelings for them and it's like i don't know i'm just fucking 18 years old and fucking horny you know it's not that complicated
1: yeah. And it's interesting. It's always like, oh, that's a guy thing. And it's like, mm, like girls can do it too. There, like,
0: yeah. There, are definitely, they just hide it, there are definitely women with like very masculine mindsets.
1: You right. Know? And I, know, I've always felt like I've had a masculine <clears throat> mindset. Oh, totally. Like, like your
0: work ethic, like how driven you are. And like, yeah, very masculine I'm like, energy. like, I want to, sure. like, I got
1: that competition. Like, yeah. And so that was like really cool. It was really cool to just, I, I'm just going to say like, it's really cool to just like fucking leave. Yeah fuck and leave you know and then just be like, oh, cool. and go and then you just go meet the next couple then you just fuck them and then you just leave and then you go to the next one fucking leave like and it doesn't it's just like oh it's just a good time but um so after that experience then we kind of got into the group thing
0: do you do you think it could be like it could become an unhealthy habit though if you just keep doing that
1: I, I think it could, like, if it, if it was something, if it was something that you got addicted to, like, I think addiction, like, if it was something that you, like, felt like you needed, um, yeah, I don't know, like, do I guess think I thought there was something up wrong someone, with me. Do
0: you, do you think it could fuck up someone's ability to, like, develop a real meaningful connection or?
1: Well, but that's the thing is, like, I was, div- I, like. It's so, it's you <laughs>
0: weren't worried because you already had a connection I already with had your a husband. Connection so, with you knew, husband. you knew you were capable of that. yeah. And then when you found out you were also capable of like hitting and quitting.
1: Yeah. Then you were like, yeah. oh,
0: fuck yeah. I'm like.
1: And what's nice is it, it was hitting and quitting, but not really because these people like, I still really like them as people. I'm, st- I still am friends with some of them and really? I'm just like, well, I mean, just more like social media <laughs> oh, friends, yeah. I was but gonna like, say, like, do you guys no, ever just hang out? No, 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 no. I mean, like we had thought about hanging out after, <clears throat> like after the divorce that, that would come later in the story, but like, um, but yeah, it just kind of was like. I mean, I had changed, you know, and as I said, I was just there for experimenting and and so were they like we all knew what it was. It wasn't swinging mm. is not an intimate relationship. Swinging is just about filling, fulfilling fantasies, exploration of your sexuality. Nobody's th- joining the swinging community, to get divorced. Nobody's joining the swinging community to find like to find a more intimate connection with somebody else outside of your partnership, outside of your marriage. And that's talked about a lot, you know, that's like, that's not why people do swinging. So the step beyond that is polyamory. And that's when you kind of cross that threshold. Like that's a, that's a different group.
0: Polyamory for those listening means
1: like relationships.
0: So poly meaning many. Wait, so monogamy is when it's a relationship with one person. Yeah polyamory or polygamy if you want to call it that Mm -hmm. is a relationship with multiple people
1: multiple people and not just sexual but like in like relationship emotional in love like the whole the whole nine yards like relationship so i don't consider swinging relationship it's just friendship and fun
0: okay okay i see what you're saying yeah okay so you have that connection with the first couple it goes well and then what, you just move on to the next one? Yeah,
1: just move on to the next one. Um, and then
0: you just kept moving on and on.
1: Yeah, we had wanted to try different things. So um, so we did end up meeting a couple and I really like them, super fun. And they were like, hey, we're a part of a rave group. And so, um, so we want you to be a part of our group. And so we're like, okay, so we Oh yeah, I and forgot so, about this
0: chapter of the story. Yeah, this the group crazy. stuff.
1: Um as I said, I just like I'm I'm exploring. I'm kind of like, you know what? How do I know how do I know I don't like it unless I try it? You know? And as long as my spouse was on board, it was like, yeah, let's like, let's do it and see where this goes. So this was our rave group and um they were more the party type, and these were more like the orgy kind of the orgy stuff where there wasn't a there wasn't a lot of swapping going on, but it was like everybody in the same room, or maybe all the women were doing something together. Well, all all the men were watching truth and dare hot tubs um, you know, all that kind of party stuff. And, and that was, yeah. And that was like pretty fun too, but everybody in the group, obviously we all knew each other. Nothing would happen unless everyone felt comfortable with everyone being there. It was just, um, yeah, that was, I really, really enjoyed that. And that's, I built some really strong connections, especially with the women. And that's where it was a really, a really great place to like, to just see like females empowered of their own, with their own sexuality. Like I met people that were like nymphomaniacs, like these women that they just, they wanted more sex than their husbands. And I was like, wow, this exists. And I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh. And so they were joining the community because the husband was like, I can't keep up. (laughs) Like he literally couldn't keep up. Oh my God. And they would go to like four in the morning and you're like, it, is she still going down there? Cause we'd all be in the same house. You know, we would spend the night together. We would do trips together. Um, just really, really fun times. But
0: side yeah. note, side note, I really felt that one <laughs> when I was in like high school and stuff, my sex drive was insane and I was just like so prideful about it. But in recent times, like one good sexual encounter and i'm good for like a week i swear to god like i'm (laughs) out for the fucking count and i used to not be that way and it's like i get that if you're a dude and you're in your like 30s and your wife is just constantly like let's fucking go round two round three i can i know what it must be like to be like i just can't i can't keep up you're just sucking the soul out of me i swear to god
1: it was amazing i was just like watching like watching somebody just like
0: so it go must, it must be really cool seeing so many like sexually liberated women.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. Like I think that was one of the best experiences that I had in 2020 was just seeing women own their sexuality. And they were in charge and they're like, I want this and I don't want that. You know, they were able to say no, you cannot sleep with my, you cannot have sex with my husband, you know, and like, and put those boundaries up and stuff like that. But you like, but I'm comfortable with this or, um, yeah. And that group, as I said, that group was really awesome. Made some really good friends, amazing women, also powerful women, women that are in careers. Super like feminist, like, yeah, I was like, girl power, you know, it's just so cool. And I was like, oh yeah,
0: it's yeah. It's really fucked up how nowadays, like men who fuck a lot are like considered like cool like pimps like oh fuck dude he fucks a lot but a woman who fucks a lot is like shamed and called like a hoe and stuff
1: yeah it's it's, it's that double standard has been there for so long it's and super
0: f- Fuck up if you think that way you're fucking
1: stupid in my opinion and I don't want to speak up for all women and say like oh women have this secret that they want to have sex all the time it's really dependent on the person like you can be either or you can be a man and want sex all the time you can be a man who doesn't really I've met men who are just like not super interested in sex and I've met met women who are not very interested in sex and women that are like super into sex like sex is their hobby did you
0: ever meet like a a couple where like the dude was like literally just like turning asexual and he's like I just don't really want to fuck and like she really wants to fuck so in order to stay together i gotta let her fuck
1: um not necessarily asexual but i have i have super low sex drive just or just kind of just sitting on the couch eating chips (laughs) you know (laughs) while things are going on and that's fine like nobody no judgment it's a very judgment-free culture you could do whatever you want like literally they would call me the judas goat (laughs) because um i i ended up being quite like i felt quite free taking off my clothes and so if they wanted things to get started they just say like Amy go and I would just you know strip down to nothing and then all the women would kind of follow me you know because everybody's always so nervous like who's the first one to start it's that who's masculine
0: mindset right there yeah, you're us like, go you're like, like let's why pop. are we
1: wasting time What's like we're all on, here guys? for the same reason and at the same time we're all having a good time like it's just good like it's just it's a very liberating experience to just feel authentically yourself and no judgment and there's just and and everybody is everybody's just having a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was drama that happened um, when you when you mix intoxicating – when you mix a uh, different sort of uh, materials that can intoxicate you. Plus, people are tired. Plus, you know. Oh, didn't you
0: say people were doing like hella crazy shit, like coke, like.
1: Perhaps, obviously you don't want to get anyone in trouble. You're not going to you know? get anyone in trouble. I didn't, Nobody
0: knows names. I didn't
1: see, I, I, I don't know what I saw. All I know, I was clean. So for me, like when I was going into these situations, any sort of party, any sort of this, my, my thing is like, I need to be sober because if I, if I, need to, if I need to be intoxicated to do this, I shouldn't be doing it because mm-hmm. that's not authentically what I want to do. I want to be in control. I want to be, I want to consent and say yes. And so everything I did, completely sober.
0: Awesome. Yeah. All right. Because
1: I wanted to know, like, I want to do this. I'm choosing to do this, and yeah, and so it was, it was a little disheartening to see there were some people that would say, like, oh, like I have to take drugs to participate in that activity, and that makes me think, yeah,
0: like, yeah, it makes you think, like, they're kind like, of do don't want truly want to be there.
1: Yeah, because it's like if you don't really want to be here, like you don't have yeah, to. And that, you know, that must nobody be crazy wants crazy,
0: like, unhealthy for you mentally if yeah. you don't really want to be there in that scenario because that's a very extreme environment yeah
1: and it was also really nice to be kind of like the female i liked looking out for my friends looking out for the women because sometimes um we had this rule we didn't like single guys joining it had to be couples you know um but sometimes like a single man would get invited um, because he's like, Oh yeah, like I, I'm gonna bring a girl with me but then he would show up alone and mm-hmm. it kind of became a predatorial situation where it's like, Okay, like, you know, people are doing things, we don't really know this guy very much and so it was it was really nice to kind of be alert and just kinda be like, Mm mm, like, you know
0: It was like a pretty closed circle. It was
1: closed. Yeah, it was really close and to get into this was um like it would kind of just happen to us by chance. We found the couple on Swingular. We thought that, oh, this is just gonna be a two on two situation, but it ended up being it ended up being like a bigger group thing, and it was interesting because there was a competing uh, rave group, and I kind of felt this competition between like oh, which group. Oh, the rave was,
0: group was different from this group. There, I no, thought no, it was this the same. is the rave group. Oh, okay. There
1: multiple rave groups, and oh, it was always fuck. like this rave group is having this party, and are you going to come to this party? And then this rave group is going over here, and and it felt it was kind of fun a little bit to be like, oh yeah, like oh you know, so if the, it
0: was a rave group, were people doing like Molly and like psychedelics and stuff?
1: I I don't know about the drug scene, so I'm just like okay. they're just I don't know what they were doing, but it was just it was all a good time and and people were doing doing all doing all the things that they wanted to do. But I, I'm coming out of this saying, you know, like clean and sober because if you go into it intoxicated and you need it, like you have to ask yourself like, yeah. why why am I doing this if I need, oops, I need to be intoxicated you know yeah. I, like alcohol definitely takes like the anxiety off so maybe you can get off but like to be completely just like
0: blackout, blackout drunk, out, yeah you think it's kind of fucked up like and like you could do a lot of things like you you can't really consent when you're like blackout drunk yeah you know? yeah some and shit so, can go bad like some 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 unconsensual yeah. shit can happen
1: yeah and so that's where problems happen but as i said our group was really really good like we all looked out for each other it was a it was a community it was a tribe it was people that like hey we have this interest like we have this interest to behave this way we want to live this way on the weekends and um and this is this is our thing and and I really enjoyed it for a time but then it just it was just something I was like it just kind of like got old like not old but it just wasn't my thing you know i'm just like i do am i going to be doing this for the rest of my life am i going to be doing this when i'm 40 did you, know? you like
0: see something crazy and that's when you realize like oh no. maybe this isn't for me I, like you saw someone just like snort oh, coke just, off someone's I, ass you're like mm,
1: maybe. i just saw some not girl fights but like a
0: lot of drama yeah th- it and got, like a lot of jealousy
1: it wasn't jealousy more so than it was just drama between some of the some of the girls and um you know and just a, but i mean that's common like it was just it was like any i can
0: imagine a lot of drama happening because of like a lack of transparency like deep down a woman is upset about something and she's not like brave enough to explain it to this woman who's like sucking off her husband or whatever well,
1: we didn't that group didn't swap so that was also another thing oh. that was a non-swapping group everybody stayed with their spouse um like we had had some experiences swapping with different um different couples but nothing there was no swapping within that group like maybe later we'd go off with somebody um but even that that wasn't really the drama it was honestly just like just drama that normal people have like just in any group of like you know, you didn't come to my birthday party or you didn't wish oh, me happy birthday. So like real normal shit. Yeah. Just real normal. So I was like, it's <laughs> interesting. I'm like, okay, like you're literally like having, you're literally doing this stuff to somebody's husband and that doesn't bother you. But you're upset that like somebody sent you like somebody looked at you funny or gave you a weird. Yeah. Text. That's
0: super weird. What yeah. the fuck? I would not expect that.
1: I don't know. It's just, it, it's just, the, but as I said, and it wasn't like, I really enjoyed the people, but it just, again, it just wasn't my scene. Like I was experimenting and I experimented and I realized, man, eh, like, it was fun while it lasted, but I just really wanted to get back to my life, you know?
0: So you were in the rave group and like eventually you were just like, uh, eh, maybe it's not for me.
1: So I tell my husband, I'm like, I don't want to be a swinger anymore. And I'm done. I said, I've, I've experimented. I've realized that I, I like women. I like, you know, I, they turn me on. However, I'm like I'm not interested in having a relationship with a woman. I'm not sure if that's where I want to go. Um, my weekends, like I've always ended up being really tired. I was trying, I was like, you know, um, I was really into my triathlon training. I was trying to train to be like a team USA athlete. I was trying to still like build my career. And I just like, it just got to be so much, you know, it it was like almost every weekend. And, um, and I just didn't want it to, I didn't want it to be our thing anymore, or at least my thing. So I told him that I was done with swinging and he said, I want to do one more couple. No you, fucking way. One more couple, and if you don't like them, we're done with forever with swinging.
0: Oh my god! One more. All right, let me let me check the camera really quick. Um, yeah. Wait, okay, so <laughs>
1: this is gonna be long. One.
0: Yeah. Uh, one more. <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up at maybe like an hour fifteen, so we got about twenty five minutes to finish the story. Oh you Jesus! That's enough time. Ugh. That's enough time. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. We'll go fast. Because like Speed we've mark. been really getting in the details. And, and like you said, when it comes to like the actual people, like you don't want to hurt any feelings. So we won't get probably like
1: too, we're not going to get too deep, but it's just, it's that next step. It's that jump, you know, Uh like,
0: so your husband's like, okay, one last couple, one
1: last couple.
0: So you go out, where do you meet?
1: Um, well, first of all, I said, okay but i don't want anything to do with it so this is all on you so he huh? was communi- what do you mean
0: it's oh oh like you put the you made him in charge of like messaging them and yeah. organizing so everything. i
1: didn't talk to them for like uh, a couple weeks like he was like look i've been messaging this couple it's this person <clears throat> you know it's uh, what do we call them Catherine. Rus- and- Catherine and russell <laughs> yep yep Catherine and Russell, right? I've been messaging this couple. Um, they seem really, really fun. They're very attractive. Russell is my
0: brother, by the way, <laughs> my oldest and, brother.
1: And um, and and they seem really awesome. I think you'd like them. Um, I've set up a date, uh, June, I think June twenty seventh, twenty twenty prohibition utah like let's go have drinks and meet them and i was like okay but i i want to go home afterwards because i've got xyz the next day so you couldn't be bothered you were
0: literally expecting the worst you were like okay this is gonna be annoying as fuck it's gonna it's gonna suck ass i
1: saw the pictures and i was very attracted very attracted however i just i i I was just kind of like do i really want to do this again you know i I felt done you know and so i didn't know but i was also like i'm i was curious you know I, i saw russell and i was like Oh, he's he's pretty cute like i really like him in his story and i, I saw katherine i was like yeah she's cute you know like
0: tall yeah. white female your type for sure
1: yeah but like yeah
0: oh so you oh you oh so you weren't you was mostly for russell not too much of your interest in in the perhaps oh. yeah okay okay <laughs> sorry that was a
1: yeah no it's good <laughs> i mean like yeah no, I, I don't I, mean
0: to we don't mean to hurt any feelings we're I was just are being of, transparent here yeah
1: and to be honest i was actually i had feelings for another woman at the time <clears> from
0: yo the one, rave from the group like, oh yeah. my god so but you were more, like
1: someone that i was kind of more wanting an intimate relationship with um and at the same time like wanting that more like female connection with her so you and were she was kinda, totally different you like, were kind of totally conflicted different. huh yeah but i uh, yeah i was i was conflicted at the same time it was Um, You know, I I was really interested in Russell and I said, Catherine, she was super pretty. I mean, she's a very attractive woman. I just kind of had another woman in the back of my mind, um, you know, as somebody I wanted to develop a, a deeper relationship with on like a female level, you know, just friendship, you know. Hanging out with her and her boyfriend um, at the time, so it was another couple that we were just—it's—we like weren't intimate with each other, but just another couple we wanted to like, kind of be friends with. And so again, very, very much attracted to Russell, which pulled me in. But there was that hesitate there was that hesitation because I had felt burned out and kind of like, oh, like just kind of done with, done with the partying, done with the like, just again wanted to get back to my normal life. But from that point on, oh boy. <laughs> I had no idea what was to come.
0: So, you meet up. Where do you meet? Oh, yeah. Prohibition, Mm -hmm. which is a bar. Right? Bar? Yeah. Prohibition. So, you meet up what are like first impressions like because there is a very big difference like i noticed this when i used to be on tinder and stuff and mm-hmm. online date like you see pictures of someone oh, yeah. and stuff that's one thing but then when you like meet them and feel their presence and like see them animated 3d and how they talk and stuff yeah that was a big thing when i was online dating is like what is their voice gonna sound like that was a always a big curiosity for me yeah and then when you like that big reveal it's crazy huh you're like yeah. holy fuck
1: they were really tall like that was kind of like oh my gosh they're tall and like i've heard a lot of people say like whoa like from your pictures like i didn't realize how tall they were so especially Catherine, like i was like oh my gosh but she was also wearing heels and oh um,
0: how tall is katherine like five nine five eight
1: yeah and then you put heels Plus heels
0: six foot yeah <laughs> oh like they were God. they were like
1: the same height i was like well but That's Crazy. But the um, but the conversations were really good. Um, the food was good. The drinks was good. I actually did not, <laughs> um, and I think she knows this. But I did not like her after the first date because there was some rude comments that were made, and I was just kind of like, mm, like, I'm not sure. But it's like, but I like your husband. So like, like a little
0: bit of like pretentiousness.
1: A little bit, yeah. I mean, just some like. You know, just some personal things I, like, you know, you start talking about your body and um, you start talking about your sexual experiences or what you've tried. What oh, you like, haven't a, tried. A dish,
0: like judgmental comments? A little on judgmental.
1: That? It was weird, but even, yeah, it was weird. And I just remember telling, <laughs> I was like, I really like Russell. I really like, um, I really like him.
0: And was he like, I really like Catherine.
1: Yeah. And I said, I was like, I like Catherine, but like, she really rubbed me the wrong way on that first, on that first date. And he's like, well, let's see where this goes. And we just set up the next date.
0: Okay. sick. So next day, how'd that go better?
1: Um, Yeah. Well, we went, so we went to their house. Um, and we just, you know, like, uh, we had, our kids were being babysat. Um, their kids were were in bed. And so we just kind of hung out and just talked and had some drinks. Um, you know, my ex went off with Catherine and I stayed with Russell, got to know him, and then when we were leaving, um, we kissed for the first time. And that was Fuck like, yeah. oh, and I mean, I kissed, I think I kissed Catherine first, and I was like, she's she's good, you know, she's a good kisser. She's, she, it was nice. Um, and I kissed Russell, and I was just like, like, you know that moment. Like that moment when you're like, oh my God.
0: Like it was like special.
1: Yeah. And I was just like, oh shoot. Like this is different. And I was so excited. Like I just remember being like, so excited like when am i gonna see them next you know um but in
0: reality it wasn't really them it was like when am i gonna see russell again yeah
1: and of course there's still like that's there's that still bisexual side of so me it so was i'm like, a, like it was yeah, a little yeah.
0: bonus a little perk
1: um but i remember uh so then i remember the third time like we ended up like you know meeting up at their house again and we were watching a movie and um i remember cuddling and cuddling is very intimate. I think cuddling is way more intimate than sexual acts. Like, All right,
0: maybe maybe take a step back.
1: I for me though, it's not for more intimacy, intimate. It's than not more intimate, but there's like that <clears throat> like that falling in love aspect, you know? Like that, that's what like swingers they have these boundaries. It's like yes, you can have sex, but you cannot touch. So it's
0: not more intimate, but it's like more emotional, emotional
1: intimate, emotional intimacy. And I just remember, like, as I'm like, oh yes, I remember just like the way like he held me and the way he was right there and it wasn't anything sexual. It was just, just that like energy, that togetherness and that second, it was like a bond, you know? And we still even talk about that day as like,
0: so it was just really like wholesome, just very
1: wholesome and nothing. I can't remember what things were going on at that time, but I think we had maybe we dabbled like all of us kind of dabbled a little bit, nothing, not our full, uh, our full first experience, but just you know, rounding a couple bases, some kissings, and some so this was
0: the third time you guys the hung third, out.
1: The third time, so we were taking this one slow, super
0: like, slow, super slow. So, so third date. And still no action. That's real slow. Yeah, real slow.
1: So then the fourth date was planned and it was. Oh, so
0: you guys were like, agreed, like we're going to fuck. We
1: are going to do this (laughs) on. Yeah, we are going to do this. And we actually ended up uh, making a trip, a weekend trip out of it. And we ended up like getting a place. Where'd you guys go? Um, We went up to the homestead.
0: I don't know where that is. That's
1: in like Heber. So we went up to like Bridalville Falls in Provo. We did a hike. All right.
0: It was easy on the cities and locations and stuff. I don't want people to triangulate my location.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But, um, so yeah, we went up to the homestead and it was just kind of like any other, like any other, um, you know, swap night experience. I've been there, done that before. Um, and it was, you know, our rules, our boundaries were same room only, um, so of course there was like two beds obviously and then you know we kind of did our thing and it was it was awesome and then I just kind of decided I was like I just don't feel comfortable being in the same room like I really want to um I really want some one-on-one time with Russell and I want to go into another room so while the other two I don't know what they were whatever they were doing we just left and we just sat in the bed and just I just fell asleep on him and he just held me and it was awesome like no like we had our Our experience was amazing and wonderful and awesome and we just chatted and it was I just fell asleep in his arms and it was like as I said like that intimacy is so powerful like so like there's the there's the sexual intimacy but then there's that and so that's what I'm saying there's there's a way to just have sex for the sake of sex and then there's like intimate sex where you like fall in love with somebody and you are like like when like you just connect you know and it's like oh like you become one super
0: spiritual shit
1: super spiritual so that happened and um you know we we're all hanging out and it was always so weird like we were in the crater and we're switching partners and so the in people the, around in us, the crater in the crater we're like i'm like what does that mean like oh so the crater is up like at the homestead and it's this big like thing that you can swim in and it's open to the public so there's lots of people in there so i'm like kissing my husband then i'm going over to this guy and kissing this guy and it was just kind of funny and like <laughs>
0: did you see the like, kids? kids like mommy
1: what the fuck's going on i don't know like <laughs> I, my kids weren't there, so I'm like, whatever. I apologize to anybody who saw that stuff. They need to open up their minds to more things. But oh,
0: Do you need to move the car? Okay. Okay. Yeah. In my room on the dresser. Sorry. My roommate had to get his car out. Sorry yeah. for the interruption. Anyways.
1: Um. So then after that, then it was, um, so after that, so Russell and Catherine had actually, um, you know, I, I think that at that point we had all decided like, let's not date other couples. Like, let's just stay the four of us and let's that's make big. that commitment. That's yeah. Big. And so it took like a month. And so after a month of having these like four encounters, it's like, let's, let's try to just be together. And then from there, um, you know, from there we were like texting, we were like meeting up like almost every weekend. And then that's when we kind of decided to, um, we decided to have like swap nights and try it out where, I would go. I would go switch. It was swapping wives. So, like, Catherine would come to my house, and I would go up to her house, and we would spend the night alone without the other spouse. And that took a while to build up because the. I was that gonna same say it sounds room, like
0: that has a lot of potential for jealousies and drama. It
1: did, and we talked about the jealousies and drama, and then there was drama before that because there were times that, like, when um when Russell and I went into like just even going into another room. I was, I was, got in big trouble for that because the boundary was we stay in the same room, you know, like nobody leaves the room, like everything is is all about be us being together and when you're having an intimate connection with somebody in another room then that person isn't a part of it anymore and they'd lose control. And so I think that that like that was really hard for like for my spouse like that was his boundary um and he kind of and he loosened the reins over time but it took a while to get there. And then once we got there it started you know we would start kind of blending the families the kids were all around the same age so they would come and play with each other you know then I would be spending the night at the house and you know taking care of Russell's kids in the morning Kate or K- Catherine would be taking care of my kids um in the morning and stuff like that and and it was just kind of this like it just kind of developed into this relationship and we thought it was so cool because we were all helping each other like we were all kind of we we're all there for each other and 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 we were really into it you know we really thought it was gonna work until you know.
0: Okay, so everything's going great. How were your family, did you did you tell anyone at this point or was it still a pretty like secret thing?
1: So I was telling people, I was like, look, we need to get ahead of this.
0: Like homies or like family and stuff? Um,
1: I, well, I was, um, we all told like a person. So we all decided that everybody could have a secret person that they could tell.
0: Who so did Russell tell? Like one of his friends or like? I
1: think so, like a friend or something like that.
0: Oh, they're in my pocket, bro, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jesus
1: yeah I think like a, a friend or something Sorry, I told brother. I told my sister and a friend um I, the others told like a friend but I I kind of was like look like we're hanging out a lot we're spending a lot of time together your neighbors are getting suspicious like you know it's we're not being very discreet we're not being very discreet plus you have the kids and so I said one of these days one of the kids is going to be say something to a parent so we need to come out and I was like I think we should come out like honestly if we're doing this you need to own it like I'm all about like shameless shameless like look if I feel shame doing this then I shouldn't be doing it Amen, you know sis. I'm all about authenticity and being authentic and just like living your truth and it's like I'm not gonna hide but I was the one who wanted to come out everybody's like no 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 it's gonna hurt our careers it's gonna hurt our family whatever and then it wasn't our decision because so literally
0: the other three were all against it
1: I think they were I mean some were a little bit more for it than against but i think everybody was like let's let's wait off. how
0: was russell was he more for or against
1: uh, i don't remember I because can, it was around i can imagine Thanksgiving. him being
0: more against because yeah. of our parents
1: but not only that but just people having more of a private like life like i'm uh-huh. more of an open life like i share everything i'm like hey guess what today i thought about killing myself let's talk about suicide you know like <laughs> that's just me because i like if we're not talking about these things then then like i don't know i feel like being vulnerable and being open is helpful so anyway oh, yeah. so i oh, wanted yeah. to be open it was around the holidays so it's like okay let's not say anything before thanksgiving and christmas because we're gonna be a family we didn't ma- get to make that decision because one of the kids
0: no fucking told way
1: your mom oh yeah i heard
0: about this one yeah. of my brother's kids told my mom well, and she's
1: like amy slept over my house and she's like who's amy Oh, that's daddy's girlfriend. <laughs> and it was like, but you know what? Like, as I said, like, we can't expect the kids. Like, you know, like we, none of them, we didn't blame any of them. Like, as I said, it's going to get out of our hands. And so when that happened, I was like, I want to be on top of it with my family. I want to be on top of it with like my husband's family. So of course we told people in our family and.
0: Oh, yo. So, uh, my, my perspective on this. So I remember it was around the time of Thanksgiving 2020, Uh, I remember I came over to Russell's house for whatever reason and I saw you and Matthew just there. I did not think shit of it. I was just like, oh, cool. they have two friends. I don't know. And then like maybe a month later or something, I got a phone call from my dad and he was (laughs) no, no, no. My dad came over to my apartment Yeah. and he was like, I don't know. He was talking about Russell and he was like, you know, (laughs) he was like, Russell's, you know, he's he's doing real bad right now, and I was like, "What the fuck happened? Did he get into like a car accident?" Yeah. Like, I was really concerned. I was like, "Is is he okay?" And my dad was like, "No," he, in his Russian accent, he was like, "No, he's not okay." And I was like, <laughs> "What what happened? Like, fuck it, tell me." And he was like, like "He's gonna die?" Like, and, and he was like, "I think he said it like uh Russell is in oh what the fuck did he say?" He was like, "Oh God," he had this word he used all the time. Oh yeah, he said Russell is in debauchery and i was like oh uh, what <laughs> he was like he has other girlfriend and i was like so he's he's like cheating and he was like they're both cheating and i was like what he was like <laughs> date other woman and <laughs> oh fuck uh oh, <laughs> catherine <laughs> yeah. oh fuck i said both of their names god damn it okay edit what yeah reverses. i'm gonna i'm gonna have to edit that let me make a note uh hour seven let me write this down really quick you put like little
1: beeps in there or something right like could you just put like a yeah 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 yeah, yeah. "Yeah, yeah." Yeah,
0: that's no problem so uh yeah my dad was like explaining it to me and i was like oh so is that who i saw over at their house one time and he was like yes i was like oh fuck that's crazy and i was literally (laughs) i was so fucking shocked because my whole life Russell has been the golden child my parents just praise him so much like oh he's so perfect He went to college. He got married. He has kids like just the perfect son and I was like no fucking way he's doing this i was like <laughs> yeah i always felt like i was the black sheep like the disappointment child and i was <laughs> like i was like dude for once i'm the good kid and i literally we always
1: joke about that he's like my brothers can do no wrong now like i he's like you're welcome you're welcome brothers like i have now paved the way you can do anything because <laughs> he went all the way
0: he went all in and yeah. i mean i don't i don't i don't think that's necessarily true like we could still do some wrong but in, the, in terms of right. the relationship side of things, yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm in the fucking clear. Like, yeah,
1: and I know that your dad's like, sat- I Like, I
0: could be gay at this point. And my parents would be like, well, I guess it's not as bad as what Russell did.
1: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and it's interesting because I know that there was a time that there were some conversations, like, you will, like, this will end in divorce. And what I've learned is that, like, you know... um, that they were right, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but also, like, you went like spoiler. okay, what spoiler. Uh, when you get into any sort of relationship like this, you got to know the stats, and like getting into swinging and polyamory, it's like a 98% divorce rate. You like, got
0: to know the risks, you
1: got to know the risk. Divorce you is a do risk, the research. right? Research. Because you never know what you're gonna find, and if you if you prefer that, you know, over the life that you have, and we were playing with fire and of course everyone's like no no that's not gonna happen and i even remember my spouse being like i don't want to end up like those people divorced and i'm like then why are you fucking doing this oh like,
0: so you your mentality was different
1: my mentality was like i'm just having a good time i'm just open and authentic and i want to see where this goes like i so
0: you knew the risks involved and you like, i just weren't wanna, totally opposed to divorce you were like that could be in the cards like well, you were
1: from what I know now about what I've learned about myself through this, I think that you were like
0: subconsciously doing this. I actually,
1: and I admit this. I think that I was excited about swinging because I was hoping and I, I feel bad for saying this, but I realized I was hoping that my husband would find somebody else. So he would leave me. Damn. And I didn't realize that until now because I got so excited every time he like fell in love with another like a woman or a woman was giving him attention. You're just like, oh
0: fuck yeah! I was like, yes, this alone. is gonna be.
1: My, and I didn't even really want. It's not that I wanted to. I didn't want to like marry someone else. I just I just wanted him to like be with somebody else so then I could do my thing. Like mm. I just wanted to do my thing. You, you just know? wanted
0: the weight off your shoulders.
1: Yeah, and I feel bad saying that because it's like you know. But it's just like that's just something. That's the reality. That's the reality of it, you know. And so. Uh, oh my God! Beep beep beep! beep. Russell, oh, let me write that down. God <laughs> yeah. damn it!
0: Okay, one. Sorry, it's all right.
1: But he was a Our when ten. I was with him, it was like a nice escape. Like both of us would just <clears throat> get together and we would just go, oh, "This is nice," you know.
0: So your relationship at this point with your husband not great.
1: It's starting to not be great. And one thing that you need to also know oh, so about
0: because because you were with Russell so much. And things were so great with him. Was it making you realize like how shitty your relationship was with your husband? It wasn't, sorry, that was really aggressive. Yeah, I so shitty shitty's not the word. It was it making yeah. you realize all the problems you had. And
1: yes. And that's something, a big warning. If you get into any sort of open relationship, polyamory swinging, whatever it will amplify and it will accelerate any problem that you have in your marriage. It will shine a big fucking light on it in your marriage or in your relationship. And you got to deal with that shit. And if you don't deal with it, it's going to end up in divorce boom like oh. that is it like all the problems oh. surfaced like all the problems that we were just masking that you can just avoid when you're monogamous you could avoid those things I don't have to be jealous when I'm monogamous monogamous hides a lot of things and so when you become poly when you start dating other oh, people yeah, the probably, yeah the insecurities and then you're asking this person why are you insecure why are you jealous and then they're like it's not me it's you and I'm like whoa are we not taking accountability for anything here and then you realize like Like, oh, my God, like this person like is not like is not who I thought they were. So, again, amplifies and accelerates, which is it is like turning up the train straight into a cliff. And if you don't deal with that shit, you don't get a therapist. You don't just say, whoa, back up. But every time like a problem would happen, we all had an opportunity to stop and nobody wanted to stop. It was like a big issue would come up, a fight, a jealousy an insecurity.
0: Do you have any examples of like
1: um so okay so the one where anything like, you're willing to share <laughs> yeah so Russell and I obviously like um we I remember one time
0: I went to the gym with my brother and he was like yeah I'm currently in a fight with Catherine and I was like oh why He was like because I put it in Amy's butt last oh night no, <laughs> oh <no!
1: laughs> so there was that one that one came later but again <laughs> it was this like they like it was always like i'm not comfortable if you're doing this in your relationship And we have to realize in poly relationships like each relationship needs to have their own autonomy you cannot control what so the there other was person does a ton
0: does. of control a ton
1: of wanting to be in control and a lot of punishment a lot of you can and can't do this and so russell and i were more open and free spirit it's like Catherine and whomever my ex you can do whatever you want they literally could do whatever they wanted but all the rules were on us and it was because they were uncomfortable i have boundaries over what you do with your your body. And it's like, mm, you, you you can only put boundaries on yourself. And it's like, we are in this relationship and I want autonomy. Like that's what um, Russell and I were always fighting for autonomy. But these two were always telling us, what they wanted, what we could and couldn't do. So anytime we broke a rule, like, because obviously- Do you, it's think,
0: like, do you think deep down, like the, the insecurity was like, because they felt like you and Russell were meshing better than those two. So like deep down, know. they were just like, oh fuck.
1: I think they could see it. It was really undeniable. Like we were-
0: <clears throat> You're just super vibing, just heavy as fuck. It was vibing and- Just so and natural.
1: Just, yeah, like everything was just taking off naturally and I could, maybe they could see that and they wanted to squash it. I don't know, but there's so many rules and- I think like one of the weirdest rules or worst rules was like, um, and it was at the very end when I was like, "We're done with this." Um, I couldn't, I couldn't fly on an airplane with Russell and sit next to him on a flight.
0: Could you sit not in the same seats? Like,
1: well, I had to sit next to my ex because he said sitting, flying is really intimate, and you're not allowed to fly with. And so I was like, "Okay, I won't makes fly with no him." No sense. And you I said, can "But don't you want to with someone?
0: S- but you can't sit next to them on right. an airplane." So
1: then the other thing is we we're trying to plan this trip, and I was like, "I want to." We we have like date time. So I was like, okay, this is the time that I have dedicated to Russell. I want to take him on a whale watching boat. And my husband said, no, you can't do that. And I want to come with you because, um, because my girlfriend or Catherine can't go on a boat. And so, and so, because she can't go on a boat and I can't do that with her. She can't go on a boat because of
0: motion sickness.
1: Yeah. And she can't go on a boat. So you can't do that with him. Unless I come with you. So it's like a three wheel thing. <laughs>
0: that sounds
1: fucking terrible. And I was just like, no, like, like, this is like, again, autonomy. It was so weird. It was so, it got so, like, it got so bad at the end. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even about like, like, it was interesting. We could do anything intimately. Well, not anything, but there was like, <laughs> yeah, of course, you, you just dropped that one. I was like, oh, admit it, eh, whatever. But, um, but yeah, just like so much like, so much control, no autonomy. And, um, and there's some shit that went down. Um, my sister-in-law died. I lost my business. I closed my business that I'd had since I was 16 years old. Um, I, I was just like, there's a lot. I went to, we went to a swingers club and I had felt, I felt like I was being forced to do things that I didn't want to do, um, sexually. And it felt, it felt a little like sexual abuse, um, things that I was like, Amy, you have to do this. You have to do that because this person will be sad if you don't do, perform this act. Or if you don't perform this act, then, um, you will be punished this way. The relationship's over. And so I was just really messed up, like mentally, just like we're having a hard time. And my kid had a big freak out and I ended up, I ended up attacking my child. And so, um, I had to go to therapy when and my, you say
0: attack like what do you just like, I smack? Just, like
1: smack him but I it was it was more than a smack like it was it was pretty hard it was limb kicking and stuff like that too like I lost my shit and I took it out on him and I um that's when my my ex was like if you don't get therapy like I'm divorcing you and you have to go on bipolar medicine because I like you are bipolar so if you don't go on bipolar medicine and get therapy I'm divorcing you and this relationship is over and, um, do you have bipolar? So I, so what's interesting is my, my spouse kept telling me I was bipolar. He's like, you're bipolar, you're bipolar, you're bipolar. And, and he was convinced that I was bipolar. So then I went to like, so I, he was like, you have to find the doctor. You're on your own. Like you have to make this right. So I found a therapist. I told my therapist what I did. I turned myself into DCFS. So the cops came to my house.
0: Department, Department of
1: child DCFS, DCFS family Department Service, of ch- something family services so I went I put myself through all that because again like I took accountability like I did that you know and I want to make up for it and and I found my therapist and he's like you don't you're not bipolar like something else is wrong you're not bipolar
0: I was going to say, you definitely do not seem but bipolar to He me. said,
1: but I was like, I am bipolar and my husband and my, my spouse is saying like, if I'm not going to go on medication, like he's going to leave me, like he's telling me this. So please put me on medication. So they put me on schizophrenia medication because the it was, fuck? but it was, I, it was my choice and it just had to do with like, I had already tried an SSR for like, um, depression because of, I had postpartum depression and I didn't like it. So they put me on a, an antipsychotic, um, like a, a schizophrenia medicine because it was supposed to help with like the <coughs> waves for bipolar bipolar. And, and then what I realized is that I wasn't bipolar. And what was interesting is that Russell through the whole process, like where I was getting shamed from the other two, you know, I was getting shame, like, Oh, that was the thing. Oh, it was that night. Russell and I were getting punished because we did something that we weren't supposed to do. So our punishment was, no, it wasn't that it was, I can't remember what it was. I think that one came later, but (laughs) we were, we were being punished because we did something at new year's that we weren't supposed to do. We broke a rule so the punishment was that we weren't allowed to talk on the phone for a week we weren't allowed to communicate what the fuck
0: are you children
1: I know we weren't allowed to talk on the phone for a week and and of course we were agreeing to this because like oh my god I did something bad I was afraid about losing him because I was like if my husband wants to end this relationship I'm not going to have Russell anymore so I'll do anything he says right so we weren't allowed to talk on the phone and then I was like why don't you and Catherine go on a date so my husband takes her to the grand America and takes her out to Ruth Chris's steakhouse for this big fancy dinner while the two of us had to be in separate houses taking care of our kids while I'm going through the death of my sister-in-law while I'm going through the closing of my business while I'm, you know, while I'm experiencing some things that I'm like, things were when there were some really bad things that went down at that party that I'm like trying to emotionally figure out myself. And, um, like to this day, um, no, I figured it out with my therapist. I am just not ready to like, yeah, you don't have to share. Yeah, But, um, but yeah, like, so things were going down and, and I'm not giving an excuse like why that happened and why I took it out on my child, you know, but like, like, there was just so much going on. And um, and I remember Catherine, like, after I was, like, in therapy, getting on drugs, she came up to me and was like, mm, you know, like, like um, your husband and I, like, we were supposed to have a good night, but you kind of ruined it because he had to leave to, like, come take care of like that situation oh and after I hurt my child I went to go jump off a bridge that was the other thing so I went to go kill myself and I was gonna go jump off the bridge and I was calling my sister like get me like talk me over this bridge because I'm jumping and she's like just keep walking and so her husband gets on the phone he's like we're gonna fly you out to San Antonio we're gonna get you out of there there's some shit going on like you are not in a good place I come home my husband is like if you leave I'm divorcing you if you don't do this I'm divorcing you all of this is over so I'm like oh I don't want to divorce my husband so again like all of this really bad Shit going on. And it was Russell who was there the whole time. Like, he's like, I'm going to help you get through this. And I understand. He was the
0: only supportive one. He was one. the
1: only supportive one. The only one. And I was just getting shame. I was getting, he's an amazing man. Like I, and I don't know what people who are listening to this, who know him, but he is the, he is the best man I've ever met in my life. Like the most honest, the most, um, trustworthy, the most loyal, like, and it's hard to say loyal because like, obviously he divorced his wife, but he was loyal all the way to the end. And he sacrificed, he sacrificed everything for for that relationship and gave up all of his hopes and dreams, all of the things that he wanted. And, um, and I just like, I was just so in love with him. And so of course all this shit is going down. It's just drama, drama, drama and fights and fights and fights and punishment. And we get to the point where I'm like, I don't want to be on medication anymore. I'm not bipolar. (laughs) And my, my therapist is like, you're not bipolar. Let's work on other things. And so but I'm just going to jump all the way kind of towards I Just think drama, 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 fighting, crying, whatever. So my, um, So the story goes is that my, my ex ended up asking Catherine one night, he's like, she had said like, I love you. I love you more than anything. I love you more than everybody. She was, um, they were trying to have a baby um, like she was, she was, she wanted to have a baby with my husband. And, um, and so they were trying to look into how to do that and how to reverse, you know, some of like some of things. So they're planning a baby. She was also like picking out wedding dresses and planning weddings with my spouse. And I was just like, I just don't feel this right. And, and Russell and I, we had this respect, like we never talked about that stuff because it's like, Hey, you're married. Like, I'm not going to talk about getting married to you because like, I respect I re- there has to be that respect for the spouse that you're married to but as I said like Catherine and my, my ex so got to so do whatever. So you sort of
0: you didn't want to like put pressure on him.
1: I didn't want you to. You guys sort
0: of like wanted it to be like authentic and you wanted to you, you, yeah. like you didn't want to force that on each other. We
1: just, all we wanted to do was just be with each other. I mean, Mm -hmm. it kind of got to the point at the end where like we both were just living to wait till we got to be together. It's just counting down days. So my, so my husband asked, um, Catherine, he said like, Hey, if you really love me all this much, you're talking all this stuff. Why don't you leave your husband and marry me? And she said, no. So that, um, so I remember it was a swap night and I'm coming home and my husband's like, Hey, I think I'm going to, I think this relationship is going to break up. It's over. And so really, I'll go really fast. No,
0: no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Don't rush. So, we're, we're almost at the yeah, end. We're it's almost. All good. This is So
1: close. Um, so he said, but I need you to be my safety net. You have to be my safety net because she said, no, That's super you now fucked need up, to commit bro. to me as, as my priority, as my number one. And I was like, well, what about, and I was thinking about it and I was thinking about primary relationships and what do I want? And I was like, "Do I really want to be somebody's safety now?"
0: Yeah, were you offended by that? Oh yeah, I was really, and
1: that was my wake up. That was my bam, bam. Amy, get wake the fuck up! Like, what the hell is going on here? And I like you have that moment, and you don't see it until you see it. And that was like the light that God gave me. I was like, "Holy shit!" I don't like this. I am depressed because I am in, I don't know what the hell is going on. What the fuck is going on? I am not living the life that I want to live. I'm, I'm failing as an athlete because I'm not able to keep up with that. I just lost my business. I'm it's drama all the time. Like I'm wasting my life. What do I want? So I call up my sister and I'm like, Get me a one-way ticket to San Antonio, and and everybody agrees. You know, I tell I tell um, Russell like I'm going to San Antonio. I tell Catherine. I tell my husband. We book a one-way ticket. Something happens. I don't end up getting there until a few days later. And while I'm on the flight, I'm just writing down what do I want. Like what do I want for my life? What are my values? What how do I value myself? And what I realized is like I want a career. I wanna, I wanna wake up and I wanna go to work. You know, at the time I was stay at home mom. I lost my, you I lost want my more business purpose. I want more purpose, and I was like, I want a career. So I talked to my therapist, and we were trying to figure things out. I was like, this is where things are at, and he's like. Amy, I don't know like if we can save this marriage that you have, but you got to make a decision. Like you got to start making choices because your therapist said this. And he did, he is not saying that we need to get a divorce, but there need to be some decisions being made because it's not going to in his opinion, I asked him. I was like, "What do you think? Like I want to know your honest opinion. I trust him." And he's like, "If you decide to stay with your spouse, it's going to take a lot of marriage therapy." So so I was like, "Okay, I have three relationships. I have a girlfriend, I have a boyfriend, and I have a husband." And I said, "Out of the three, which one can I eliminate first the girlfriend, you know? Cause I'm like, I, like, I liked, I like Catherine. I thought we were friends, but it was just like, it was too much because I wanted a job. So I was like, okay. So I called Catherine. It was, uh, it was and July. So
0: Catherine just wasn't willing to work is what you're saying.
1: I'm uh, not, not willing to work. It was just too much. Like it was too much like expectation. Like, you know, we having to plan our intimate, like, cause you have to date everybody. So mm-hmm. it's like, imagine going on like three dates a week.
0: Oh, three? so you just didn't want to date a woman.
1: Yeah, and it was just too it was too much. I just didn't want to <laughs> date three people. Honestly, I didn't wanna like at that point okay, it Okay, but like,
0: I I met like that's why you eliminated yeah, her. Yeah, I
1: eliminated her first cuz I was like I like women and I I like more that like sisterhood, but I was like but I you don't don't really wanna date wanna, them. I wasn't really into the dating thing. And 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 that was stuff that we were fighting over was that she like we weren't having enough intimacy in our relationship as what she needed to be that girl. I also
0: remember back at this time you guys used to do like Q&As or something on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so that
1: was a way for us to be connected. Like that was something that we did cuz I wanted it to be Like, I wanted that to be something that we had that we could, like, share and do together. Did you guys get a lot
0: of views on those?
1: I don't know. Apparently, a lot of people watched it, but then, like, nobody told me, and I'm just like, I don't know.
0: I watched one of them. I was, like, vacuuming my apartment or something, and I was like, fuck it. I'll put it on, and I just remember, like, this sounds so complicated and so... so
1: yeah, so
0: draining so exhausting, yeah. but I'm, I mean sounds cool sounds yeah. rewarding, but like fuck sounds so tiring Yeah,
1: so from the poly side of thing like three relationships too much to manage for what I wanted to do with my life and, and How I wanted to progress um, my life and my values so I called her and I said hey, I'm breaking up with you the tears the crying and and from this point i just want to say that dating a woman is really hard Thank like you. i you know what i want to shout out to the guys out there and i'm sorry sisters
0: straight guys or gay females I,
1: i'm gay females straight men women are really hard to date they really are and and there's a lot of not all women not all women but but the your traditional t- women tra- and i don't even want to say traditional, but that like um that uh, and i don't want to sound mean but it's just that like, why don't you love me? Why aren't you doing this like in the texting? kind of needier women? Yeah. And I was just like, dude, let's just have fun. Like it doesn't, but again, like she, she was, uh, she had needs that obviously I wasn't meeting and she's the right to speak up. And then I realized like, I don't have time to meet those needs, nor do I want to. Um, so I'm, so I'm going to break up with you because if you really want to date a woman, like I think you need a different person. So then she said, well, you can't date Russell anymore. And I was like, well, guess what? You can date my husband. Um, but that's fine. And she's like, well, you can't date him because I'll be, I'll be too jealous that he gets to date you and you don't get. It was very wild. So I was like, whatever. I break up with her. So then I call my husband and I say, hey, I've been thinking about this. My number one choice, I want to be monogamous with Russell. That is my number one choice. You said that to I him? said that to my husband. Oh, I said, fuck. my he second. Say? He didn't say anything. I said, my second choice, I will be poly with you as long as I can date Russell. Oh, shit. And I said, I can't not have him in my life. I said, I, I don't care. Like, um, so I'm going, I said, if you were able to ask Catherine, if she would leave Russell to marry you, I'm going to ask Russell if he will leave, uh, if he would marry me. And I said, I think that's fair. I, I find that fair. You know, if he's going to ask I think that, fair. and totally we're, all, fair. we're both each other's safety nets. Okay. Let's just both, both each other's second choice. Fine. Let's live with that. And he was like kind of nervous. And I said, I'm gonna call him tomorrow morning. And um, if he says yes, we're getting a divorce. So
0: was was Matthew kind of down? He was like, I don't know.
1: A- I guess he called Catherine and she, uh, Russell said that Catherine was like crying on the phone and they're having this long conversation. I think they knew what was coming. So, but Russell didn't know anything. Like he was just totally, because we never talked about that stuff. That was kind of a boundary breaker. Like he is married. Like I'm not gonna talk about marriage to somebody who's married. Like that's not what this is about. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna break that because I'm at this turning point I'm my life i'm gonna take this chance and i remember i remember calling him and um and i just was like i am i am madly in love with you and i i want to spend the rest of my life with you i want to wake up next to you every morning and and i would beat myself up if i never told you how i felt and um so
0: your attitude was kind of like
1: i'm just all out
0: you're just like fuck it man if it works fuck yeah and if not at if least it i doesn't, tried at
1: least i have and i tried and even my spouse said like hey it, like I I promised to go to marriage counseling I promised to do all these things like anything he could to do to save it right to say anything and I was like you know at this point like it's done, so, you know um, you kind
0: of uh, were just like mentally you, and mentally you already broke up with him
1: I was just like yeah this is not my thing we, like, we
0: know that feeling like when you <laughs> mentally have already dumped someone and, and you're so just like waiting dumping for the time people. People.
1: like oh my gosh like to have to dump like two people like, yeah that's brutal dump, dumping people is hard but at the end at the same time I
0: can't even imagine like after years of marriage right too,
1: it was so weird and so obviously i i i opened my heart to russell and i said whatever you say i'm ready for it um i just i just want to know if you feel the same way and how how was
0: that moment when like like after you asked that and then waiting for the response how, how long did it feel
1: oh it felt like it felt like a minute like that pause but he just you just heard him take a sigh of like I am madly in love with you, Amy. You are the woman of my dreams. You are the one that I want to be with. It was literally a movie. I was like, oh my God. Like, I wish it was recorded. Like, like you just, you start shaking with this electricity of like, wow, I can't believe it. And then it's like, what do we do from here? You know, we both professed each other. Then The next thing was to call our spouses and say, we're out.
0: That's so sick. Holy fuck. And
1: I remember I called my husband and I sick said, in a good way, and I said, I'm, um, I'm going to marry Russell. He said yes, so we're gonna get married and um, I'm leaving you. And he said, the two two things he said, are you sure? And I said yes, and then he said, I want full custody of the kids. And that was the end of the conversation.
0: Oh my God.
1: And then it was just planning and, and Russell was like, you know, when you come home, we're going to build your resume. We're gonna find you a career. Like, we're gonna do this. It was all planning. And of course, Catherine was just, you know, I mean, she never saw it coming and that was more dramatic. I mean, it was, and and then, from there, I mean, over time, it's the time you know, has definitely healed healed that stuff, and there's still some some stuff with it too, but man, that experience. and all I can say is like, I'm a total firm believer in just things are just supposed to happen the way they're supposed to happen. No, it absolutely is just
0: like things worked out literally perfect.
1: What if, what if Russell had not married Catherine? What if they hadn't opened up their marriage? What if I hadn't married someone like um, someone like my ex? To open up their marriage. Like it like so so far along, each decision along the way led to this. So
0: you think it's destiny? It basically. was like
1: and we were we would always joke, like, we don't believe in destiny, we don't believe in it. But I was like, there's no other way I could have seen this happening and having this experience and feeling. Wait, you so guys don't
0: of, believe in destiny?
1: Well, like it wasn't not believe in destiny, but we could just kind of thought of it like a joke, like haha But I think like both of us after this were kind of like, whoa, like like yeah. this was meant to happen. Like it was meant to happen this way, and you don't see it until I see it. So I always tell people, like, take seize opportunities don't be afraid open up be authentic because you never know where it's going to lead you like every small decision it's like that butterfly effect right like every decision led to this to be this way and now so of course now um My ex and Catherine are married and they have all five kids. They have full custody of all five kids. Uh, Russell and I pay child support and we have zero custody, but we do have visitation rights and stuff like that. And um, he's living out his dream, moving to Miami to develop his career. Something he's always wanted to do. I'm living out my dream, having a full-time career and kind of developing myself as a person. Um, I, I'm learning how to speak up for myself. I'm learning how to say no. I'm learning how to set boundaries. I'm learning how to stop the gaslighting. You're stop coming the, into your power. Yeah, coming into my power. And who knew? Like, thank you, Swinging. Thank you, Swingular Utah. Like, I really do believe it was joining the Swinging community and seeing women that were empowered that took on their sexuality that put me on this journey. And and I I am so grateful. Like, as embarrassed, like, I, I don't want to be embarrassed. Like, oh, yes, that's a weird thing. And like, ew, you know, like, I couldn't do that. But it's like, for me, it was it was me coming into my own and taking my power and 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 being my authentic self and I just so that's why but as I said know the risks know that if you're going to get into those relationships um, you're putting yourself at risk for divorce you're putting yourself at risk for heartache you're putting yourself at risk for STDs so just know it and set those boundaries but also with polyamory if you're interested in polyamory, just know that you will have to look at yourself. You will have to look deep inside yourself because this is going to challenge you. It is going to challenge every jealousy that you have. It is going to challenge every insecurity that you have. And you might not like what you see. You might not like the other person on the other side who you see. And it takes up a lot of time. It has to be if you are in those relationships. It has to be your thing. Um, managing multiple relationships is very time-consuming, and it takes a lot of emotional maturity. It takes a lot of, as I said, accountability, um, a lot of openness, a lot of things that are really uncomfortable. And I, I'm grateful that I went through it because I grew. Um, and everybody always asks, "Are you gonna go back?" And I'm like, "Nah, like." I'm, I definitely, I love the life that I have You're not going to go back to swinging? Uh, polyamory or swinging? No, no. I've been there, done that. You know, it was a good time while it lasted. I feel like that was kind of living my 20s. Like, I got to experience that party phase. And now that I've had that out of my system, I'm like, it's, it's just not for me. You know, I love... I love my career. I love my triathlon training. I love my spouse. We're both extremely like satisfied with each other and with everything that we're doing in our life. We're sober. Like we don't drink anymore. It will be one year anniversary to when we stop drinking. So that's was drinking cool. like
0: a problem for both of you, like a um, little bit, maybe.
1: I, I mean, I can only speak on behalf of myself, but I, I had my first alcoholic beverage, I think in 2018. Um, like my first, first drink, I mean, maybe I had a sip of something like before then, but I started drinking in 2020 to be like, to kind of get into that party scene. And it just, I was abusing it, you know, I was using it to to escape. I was using it to escape. So in my mind, like that felt more like al- it felt more al- alcoholic-y yeah. um, because I was not using it for the right reasons. Amen. Yeah. And so I I know it's like, I don't want to be that, like I want to be able to wake up in the morning and feel fresh and have a clear head and going through a divorce and yeah, career change. Yeah, fuck hangovers. Oh uh, yeah. But I don't, no shame to anybody else at doing that. Just not, not our thing. Like we said, we just, we want to have a clear head moving forward to just pursue our dreams and we have a second chance at life and um and unfortunately like you know our kids are not like we want our kids to be a part of it but they're not going to be a part of that like you know all the time right now and and it's just um yeah it's just the way that things are but it's amazing and and I I'm not telling everybody go and get a divorce like but I just I'm grateful for a divorce I'm grateful for all of this
0: so would you say that you and Russell are much happier now than yeah, before
1: yeah I I I truly believe it like <clears> it just <throat> it just works you know
0: totally totally and uh I will say yeah Russell looks happier than I have seen him since he was in like high school honestly the whole time he was married it, it okay this is gonna sound kind of like uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to say it anyway. That's what I
1: always say. Okay. Say I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs>
0: he kind of... Oh, fuck. Hang on. The headphone. There it is. Okay. Uh, so he kind of seemed like he was almost like... He's almost like being controlled. Almost like a caged animal throughout his marriage. That's the way I saw it personally. I remember one time I kind of confronted him about it. And I was like we were doing yard work or something and then his wife wasn't doing anything and then uh, he was like, uh, all right, you guys hungry? And I was like, fuck yeah, we've been doing yard work for hours. And he was like, all right, I'm gonna go to Little Caesars and get us something. And I was like, why can't you just ask your wife to do it? Like, she's not doing anything. And then he like, he got like real defensive. He got mad at me and I was like, whoa, like there's something here we don't understand. There's something here. There's something more here.
1: He's a gr- he's a great man. You know, he really takes care of people. He, um he's, he's just always one to step in and, and be the doer, you know? And I don't regret like, and I know none of us regret the relationships that we're in because without those relationships we wouldn't be here. And we grew. And at the time, like there were beautiful things about our relationships. You know, I, it's hard. Like when you, get yeah, a, you
0: learn stuff you and do, you appreciate yeah. all the memories and shit, but and there
1: were fun times. Like there were great times. It doesn't like take that away. It just, you know, I, I read something that says relationships, just all relationships have an expiration date. And when it's, when your time comes to move on a different path, like it's just that's just kind of part of the natural that's the way things. life goes It's yeah. life. Okay.
0: life well guys this was your favorite episode Oh, we'll see if everyone's Sleeping now. <laughs> no, <laughs> They're like, Let's talk no. about sex again, Nobody girl. could I'm fucking like, eh. sleep through this. Hell no. This shit is way too. It's literally a movie script.
1: Literally. I've thought about that. That's what my mom is like. This could be a mini series. Like, as because there are more details to it. Like this, could this be is the a base. Multi
0: episode series on HBO Max.
1: Yeah, there's so much drama. Like, I mean, oh my god. Like, yeah. But hey, so if uh, if you're hearing this and you want to make this a movie, like, hey, let's get it connected. No, don't
0: steal this shit though. Like, don't
1: steal. Yeah, don't steal. It. Come to the source because I got the, more. Uh, this is copyrighted
0: this is copyrighted info copyright chappy tits 2022 so you try and steal this shit you're getting sued out your ass (laughs) anyways though business inquiries my email will be in the description Mm -hmm. um so yeah this was your favorite episode of casting couch everyone listening and uh if you are listening on apple music and spotify thank you if you're watching this on youtube smash that fucking like button oh god my laptop's on low power okay i gotta wrap this up thank you for watching casting couch episode four i'll see you soon have a blessed day goodbye see ya